3: The NFL podcast is no longer with the Bucks. Welcome to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. My name is Dan Hanson. I'm joined in a studio build with some heroes Greg Rosenthal, Mark Sessler. Listen. Ah!
4: <laughs> Freak out. <laughs> I don't want to,
3: you know, sound. Smug or uh, sanctimonious or overly self-satisfied. But when uh, people say, oh, the NFL is king. (laughs) Well, it kind of is when weekends like this go down where it's just takes over the culture. And divisional round playoff football played at the peak level of uh, drama. It doesn't get any better. And we talked about it. The wild card round was a little bit of a, you know, dud. This one, Greg, was as good as any I can remember. I think it was the best ever, pound for
5: pound. Yeah, and I feel personally responsible for making it happen. That's one thing, like, with, with us working for it's the It's good league. look into Greg's uh, we, mindset, that yeah. We did it. We put this together. We put the Bills Chiefs last. Right? You almost thought, I thought at the beginning of that game, it's like, this weekend's been so good that almost inevitably maybe this game will be one-sided or won't be as, like, insane of an ending as the two NFC games were. Uh, but then you were so happy that it was last. I watched the end of the game almost with my kids, and watching them go nuts uh, just got me thinking about what you're saying about NFL being king because they, they're they not Bills or Chiefs fans. And they they were kind of tuned, starting to tune out towards the end because – you know, it's been a long weekend of football watching. And when those two <laughs> teams started going back and forth in the end, they are screaming and yelling and running around and jumping and hugging, even though they're not rooting for either team. And I was I'm just thinking, like, oh, that's that's how you get them. Like, they're going to be paying that cash to the NFL for the rest of their lives. Got them. And that particular game <laughs> is one that we'll talk about for 50 years. I,
4: the contrast for me was my family left for a little bit. I, went, I normally watch these games in the garage, and I, that's where I stationed Bucks-Rams. Right. But I went into the house uh, to go watch the rest of it and then came here in the middle of Chiefs and the Chiefs-Bills, colossal event. I went back into the garage right before leaving to go turn it off, and there was this, that, that station had switched to a like, low-level college basketball game. And the <laughs> contrast between what we have experienced <laughs> and that sporting event, it was all, so incredibly low-level and depressing. The NFL... Is, has no competition. It's a bit of apples and oranges, like a college <laughs> basketball I'm game. I'm just saying in that, January, like, any, but, it, it, imagine the human being that switched to watch that instead. But I will
3: say that, you know, I love sports. I love, you know, basketball, baseball, football. Those have always been the big three for me. Even college football, for instance, like in the playoffs, I can get into that. But there's something different about the NFL if you're watching their postseason where I just – I'm fully invested as if I'm – like the Jets were playing in the game. It's always – it's heightened if your team is actually involved. But the games are just – there's so much at stake, and you could feel it, and you see it the way these teams play. Some of the teams that you see melt down, and there were a couple, including both top seeds. Um, You see what pressure does to some teams and some players, and you see how it makes some players – Greater, And that's where Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen come in. So we're going to get into all the games, but we have to start. I think, I was thinking about this driving in, that this might be my pick for the best game in the history of the Around the NFL podcast. Now, Mm. I don't have, again, like maybe a Patriot fan feels differently about some of those Super Bowls, and there have been some great ones. But in terms of just the feel of the game, the vibe of the game, the greatness on display from both Mm. sides, this to me is the best of the ATN era. So let's get to it, Ricky. Let's fly. 36-36 tie in overtime. Chiefs first down and goal to go. Mahomes looks to throw it. Pump faking right side. He wants it. A comeback cut. It is caught by Kelsey. Touchdown, Kill.
6: City, one of the greatest duos in the history of the National Football League. Patrick Mahomes to Travis Kelsey on a push-fade comeback. And the Chiefs have won this incredible divisional playoff game
3: in overtime. There you go. See, the great ones rise to the challenge. Mitch Holtis is another one. W-D-A-F. Don't give up. Patrick Mahomes finds Travis Kelsey in the corner of the end zone. Eight yards early in OT. The Chiefs rally to beat the Bills 42-36 in one of the most wild games you'll ever see in the playoffs. A game where the lead changed hands three times in the final two minutes of regulation. Harrison Butker, you know, maybe he was feeling a little pressure when he was found out he was the number one kicker on the ATN kicker power rank felt that pressure yeah yeah he felt that pressure early in the game but when he needed to make the kick he hits the 49 yarder as time expired to force ot and then the chiefs win the coin toss and that's annoying because you wanted to see josh allen who was a beautiful football man in this game do his thing but the chiefs take care of business they take the ball go right down the field let's start greg there's so much to get to for this game but why don't we start with uh where we're at when the Bills, once again, with Gabriel Davis finding the end zone um, for another touchdown. It's a 19-yard touchdown pass. The cornerback falls down. It is now 13 seconds in regulation. It's 36-33 to 33 after the PAT from Tyler Bass. And that's the game. That's when everything – it should have been over, and yet it wasn't.
5: I – Left, so I I told you I watched <laughs> the end of that game with my kids. Thirteen seconds left. Uh, we had to drive. We're driving into the studio. We're in a different studio so we can be safely socially distanced. We're not in our podcast studio where we where, where we taped uh, ATN the other day and Game Five. Because that's debut. COVID
3: ravaged that room. Right. This room is completely right. safe. We are,
5: you know, like yeah. one or two feet extra apart. And I just thought I and I, and the kids said, "Oh, it's not over." And I said, "Well, there's 13 seconds left. All you got to do is pop it up." Before the end zone, <laughs> or uh, you do a squib kick because you got to teach the kids situational football early <laughs> in their life. Never too soon. Uh, and that's going to take off at least five or six seconds. Uh, then Patrick Mahomes, you know, you'll have which time takes
3: to, you to seven seconds, you seven eight seconds. Seven
5: eight seconds. You got one play. I'll listen on the radio. It should be fine. And by t- the way, that's
3: terrible. Strategy overall, Greg. I texted right. you as well, Greggy. This game's not over. A game like this, do you really want to be in the car? You're, you're testing how, fate. How much time are you really saving ultimately when one of the greatest games of all time has 13 seconds to go and the greatest quarterback in football is heading on the field?
4: And Greg, we had already told you you can take his. You, you have a
5: window of time to get here. We're fine, fair. You know? I was still the last one to get here. <laughs> I didn't want to hold you guys up. I was c- trying to be considerate and. You know, you put the game pass on in the car. You you could watch it. You listen there. You know, maybe it's not. I this, mean, listen. It's not the, the more you explain thing. it, the less it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it's actually. not. It's not the safest thing in the world. But that that's just what I assumed. But it was stupid because 13 seconds is officially too much time to leave Mahomes. But it it was a a mistake that the Bills made that I'm sure they'll answer and and, and we'll look for that. But. How do you not do that? He, they, I get. They must have talked about it. I hope it wasn't just like go out there and kick it through the end zone. Tony Romo mentions it right before the play. Vance does too. They don't. They don't harm, harp on it because the game gets crazy from there. And yes, you should make uh, the stops defensively at this point. But you know the Chiefs have all those timeouts. And when you think like, well, that's that's not much time. Uh, Tyree Hill just took it 64 yards on you on the last play that the Chiefs had. I wasn't trusting any defense in that spot. And so that was just one. Mental mistake from a coaching staff that otherwise, you know, I, I think had a good day and is a good coaching staff.
4: I love the point because if you're the Bills at that stage or the Chiefs, you realize that both defenses have been like abduct, abduct, abducted by the Hale Bob Comet. They don't exist. I don't care about Buffalo's number one ranked unit. That means literally nothing at this point. Uh, <laughs> the game is clearly not over. And if you give them that chance, Mahomes. And what was happening at that point? They're gonna get the. They're gonna get into field goal range. It's far too risky. You could have ended the game there. And,
3: and it is ultimately yes. Bass kicks it through the back of the end zone. They shouldn't have done that. Well, that was a strategic error. But they're still set up, obviously. They, right. The, the I Chiefs, still
5: even then, if I if you had told me they were doing a touchback, I still would have thought it'd be yeah, safe to leave. Yeah, because it's but.
3: still it's either two plays and a and a long ass field goal attempt or uh, two plays and one of them's a Hail Mary or a hook and ladder uh, a trick play of some kind, and it's probably over unless you give up the 19-yard reception to Hill, and that's okay. You kept the, you kept it in front of you. He stayed in bounds, all that. That's okay. But the one that's going to stick with them and stick to their ribs even more than the kickoff, I think, is they let Kelsey come off unchecked, unmolested, straight down the seam, turns and he's wide open, and he rumbles Twenty five yards and it was as easy as possible. There was there was no resistance. There's two people who can't beat you there. Kelsey and Tyree Kill. And you let one of them beat you and, and you know Butker makes the kick and then the coin toss is lost and the rest is history. And I, I thought the
4: saying. defense, you know, for much of the game, before this thing got completely out of hand, and what, twenty five points were scored in the final two minutes of, of regulation, I thought the Bills defense came into this game focusing on trying to stop Kelsey. I, and I know it got out of hand, but that's what they tried to do early. And by the
5: end, I mean, the, the bow had totally broken. Well, it, it was 26 to 21 at the two-minute warning. <laughs> and and <laughs> right. Josh Allen was facing a fourth and 13. Is that the play? I mean, that it is ridiculous to think that that was the score at the two-minute warning, and the final score was 42 to 36. Just to close, close the book on the, the – Lack of a squib kick, or he could have popped it up. I think that would have been the move. I mean, they practice this stuff in every single day. He said, and he was asked about it three times, that it was a fail, that it was an execute, it was an execution problem, and he takes responsibility, which which is kind of a, a non answer. But but to move it back to that two point conversion, that's where it really goes crazy. I mean, that two minute warning, it was fourth and thirteen, and that's part of what I think has to hurt for Bills fans right now is that Josh Allen was on another planet. So was Patrick Mahomes. Those two guys, I think, were taking playing quarterback to about as high a level as you possibly could. But Josh Allen in these two games was as good as they've ever seen any quarterback, period. And they lost the game. Like, the plays he was making down the stretch and Gabe Davis to, you know, make a move to put his cornerback in the dirt to shake him on that 4th and 13 for the touchdown. It's just – it's crazy to play that well and lose. Well, and so before the 4th and 13, the touchdown to Gabe
4: Davis, he also converts the 4th and 4, Josh Allen. He, he also completes the two-point conversion to Stephon Diggs. And if you came into this game and if you had one factoid, like when we we're doing these preview shows, and someone said Stephon Diggs would have seven yards receiving in this game, you would think the Bills are likely in serious hot water, potentially doomed. Instead, you got Gabe, da- Gabe Davis becoming the first player in NFL history to catch four touchdown passes in a playoff game, 200-plus yards. He was out of his mind in this affair. Let's
3: hear it, Mahomes, because see, I think this will be, when this is replayed forever on NFL Network and anywhere else, it will be remembered as the Mahomes-Josh Allen duel at the end. Uh, let's hear uh, Mahomes talking about this great shootout between two future Hall of Famers. I'm going there.
6: Yeah, it was a uh, I mean, it was a heck of a game. I mean, 17 Josh played it played his ass off. Pardon my language. I mean, it was it was a great game to two great football teams and at the end of the day, guys like Tyreek and Travis made the plays that uh that won, a, won us the game.
3: And I thought that the shot of Josh Allen and I feel everybody you I don't even know if you're listening. This might this is one of those games where Bills fans you need a couple days. Maybe you listen to the show, maybe you don't. I get it. Uh, where You know your quarterback did something insanely special, and when he's sitting on the bench staring straight ahead, I think it's just shock because they went ahead, of course. Uh, They go ahead 29-26 on a a drive that ends at, let's see where we're at. Pardon me. They go with 154 to go. They get
5: the two-point conversion. At that point, you think maybe that's the hero moment. And that was the Allen drive. That was where he is running. Basically, every right. yard on that drive was from him, whether it was scrambles, whether it was fourth down escape And they're trying
3: to run the clock out. They tr- they use seven minutes. Obviously, it didn't work out. But they quickly give up the touchdown. And then to go back down the field again, sixth place, 75 yards and 49 seconds, everyone in the building uh, sensed that, oh, my God, they actually have slayed the dragon. And I talked. We talked about it on the um, network show, in, in a day uh, a bunch of wrong predictions I had this uh, for these games. I went zero and four with my picks, and that's fine. <laughs> I have no problem with that. Actually, um, that there is going to be a team that has like a heartbreaking loss this weekend that they'll they'll grow from it. and It will be something they look back on as like the pivotal moment in their growth. And I thought it'd be the Bengals, but I hope it's the Bills. I hope the Bills eventually get over the hump because I felt so badly. For not just the team and the coaching staff, but the fans that have to be just dying right now.
4: Well, you hope you hope it's a but like a. a... Michael Jordan Bulls versus Detroit Pistons scenario where right. there have been a couple tough playoff losses, and this you know also sparks them to come back. because they're Or the Chiefs against the Patriots. Or the Chiefs and Patriots. I mean, yeah. they, these are the growing pains and the, the thresholds you have to go through. But um, I mean, I'm with you. The Josh Allen look was a thousand-yard stare because you're asking someone who's thrown nine touchdown passes in two playoff games to get on a plane and go home now.
5: <laughs> right, and also, if you're a Bills fan, you kind of think like, "Well, last year was that loss for us. Like this was our win. We were ahead with 13 seconds to go in Kansas City." I, I've kind of I thought going into this game, the winner of this game is going to win the Super Bowl. I still feel that way, Same. and I, I definitely was feeling that way with the Bills ahead with 13 seconds left. And and there's just no guarantee. We say this every year around this time That's like it. It sounds good that you're building something and we'll be back, but. I don't have to tell the Browns fan in the in the room like it doesn't necessarily work out that way. The re- the reason I I think it hurts is because I think Josh Allen was just playing the position at such an outrageous level that he was not going to allow his team to lose in these next few weeks, no matter what. And, and maybe maybe he'll be like that again. And maybe the defense will be at even better coached in the future, and and they'll get their time. But but there's no guarantee. The problem is he went against the quarterback. That's basically at that level, too. And I thought it it was interesting. In the first half, I know it was only 7-7 with two minutes to go in the first half. But I I thought that first half showed how much these two quarterbacks have evolved and gotten better. Because I felt like the way defenses went at them all season, the whole story we talked about with the two high safety looks and, like, the ups and the downs of the Bills, like, that all led to this moment where – the Chiefs offense and the Bills offense really solved those problems. The quarterback solved those problems on a Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady type of level where it was like, you can play us any type of way. Maybe you'll slow the game down, but you're not going to stop us because they weren't really getting stopped in the first half or the second half. The only times they got stopped is when they like ran the ball a couple times in short yardage. It's just like they, they showed the evolution of – quarterbacks and and like how you can do it within a season even and and you still lose I don't know I'm just ranting well damn I mean it was (laughs) uh
3: Mahomes said after the game I will will remember this for the rest of my life I that's why just to bring it full circle when again to me the best game in ATN history we'll look back and it'll be these two quarterbacks young at the height of their powers just going back and forth I'm a little annoyed about the coin toss situation. I know we don't need to talk about that because it's kind of a little. At least whatever
5: our thoughts are. It's a bit
3: basic. uh, Just like basic, like Bill Cower on CBS before the game kicked off said, the last team that has the ball is going to win this game. And he's like, God damn it, Bill Cower was right.
5: That's annoying. He's correct. He nailed it. I watched the first CBS halftime of the year for me today. And at one point, out of nowhere, he just went on a – (laughs) I think <laughs> thing, thanking Tom Brady for what Tom Brady's done in the league and ended it by saying, I love you, Tom. What?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, what is that?
5: Ricky, if you could find that, <laughs> can you play that? It,
3: Coach, you love the 49ers, don't you? I
1: love the 49ers, but I'll tell you what, I love the opportunity to watch Tom Brady and what he's done. If he does have I mean, stepped down, we've been blessed to watch one of the greatest of all time. I'll the doubt. ambassador of the football, National Football League. This guy represents everything that's right about it.
5: You're right. Love you, Tom. Um, I love you, Tom. You think he's watching? What is going on? So,
3: I I don't know. The the coin toss, that's the only thing Josh Allen did wrong. He called the wrong... Side of the coin, which so is it,
5: not meant to be a skill set. It's not why it's you. It's the only thing this. that yeah has, uh, they got to bring in Gino next year. They sure, got to get Gino like, on the sure. roster.
3: I think he's going to be available after that <laughs> DUI. Greg, uh, notice how the DUI for Gino just. Greg was like, I'll make sure not to mention that. it will just slip under. Well, the Well, it doesn't you, work with broadcast. Greg's morality clause we've, with a lot of these <laughs> we've players. We've been so. in a, we've been in the playoffs. <laughs> it was just a side story. Um, anyway, unbelievable game. Two tremendous talents, the Bills, and if you're a Bills fan listening. Uh, Day after the you? game. I, no, I I tip my cap. That is that's some real fandom stuff, and hopefully uh, the people of Western New York recover from this one because that is an that's a stomach punch loss. That's it's, it's it's pretty high up there. Like again, we've been doing this long enough. Where I'm thinking ATN. era. I, still to me the worst stomach. Po- well, let's say twenty-eight-three. <laughs> so the Falcons lost, obviously. Um, Malcolm Butler, Seahawks, obviously. Uh, but to me, one that's right there is the Packers I loss think the to Packers the Seahawks. The
5: yeah, that's up there. I think the Packers are the worst because they truly blew it in in impossible ways. Right. Butler would have been my pick as the best game of the, of the era because those were the two best teams in the NFL, a team going for a repeat. This was
3: too, though, by the way.
5: True, and, but it was a divisional round. I, I agree, but it was a divisional round game, so that's the Super Bowl. Two of the best teams, one going for a repeat, uh, one trying to win you know, a dynasty in the first in 10 but years. We don't need and to harken back to the Patriots back, I'm just saying, I'm going. Glory days going again. That. But this, it will be interesting to look back if the Chiefs can win the Super Bowl here. I mean, this is historic stuff from Mahomes to try to get back to his third straight Super Bowl to get to his second trophy. And it's sort of, for Chiefs fans, just desserts after losing that coin flip against Brady. When it was, it was three weeks ago we were still asking, do we trust this Kansas City
4: offense at this point? Uh, Can they get (laughs) out of this season-long funk? That feels like fool's conversation at this point. I like the Mina Kimes solution. She basically said, blow up the rest of the postseason. Have these two teams just play best out of three? Mm. Just give us what we really need. That seems <laughs> how do you follow this up? unfair. Though. Would, would you? Well, uh, I mean, I get, it, I
5: get it. I don't think it's that's right. I don't think she's actually asking for that. I mean, what? It's, it's what would, would you perfectly. do to overtime though? I, I, I don't have an improvement. <laughs> how, on about play, yeah. I how about play? How about within fine.
4: playoffs though? Like, the, if it's touchdown for touchdown until someone stops.
5: But then the second team has such an advantage. There's like no perfect way. If you, if you know that you don't need the touch. That's giving it an advantage to losing the coin toss. Ultimately, it, it feels
4: a- less unjust than what we witnessed
5: here, though. I don't, these I don't think teams so. Although, I they think tried it's
3: still football. The modified overtime rules like younger listeners might not realize that like eight years ago it was just first score wins and right. that felt brutally unfair on the coin toss. But what what really stinks about with these games, these classic games, and I was at one, obviously it's not even the same ballpark, but the last time the Chiefs had a great overtime game where a lot of people were watching, I was in the stadium at SoFi against the Chargers, and it was the same thing where these two teams are going back and forth, these two great quarterbacks. The Chiefs win that coin flip, and they go down the field because the other defense, in addition to that, they can't mm. figure out this all-time quarterback on a heater, they're gassed, and that's what happened again here, just like in the Super Bowl uh, 28-3 with the Falcons and the a- Patriots. And the Chiefs-Patriots
5: AFC Championship. So Although I wasn't quite as confident there because the Patriots' offense wasn't going as well. The, the difference of, like, this game and that Chiefs-Rams game was – it. Like there was no turnovers in this game. There was no defense.
4: There were no. There were. There were. Like, the Chiefs didn't have a penalty until like, midway There were
5: almost quarter. no penalties. There were almost no sacks There was like four sacks. There was no turnovers. The, the few stops that they had, and I, I guess, and I know we should move on, but you know McDermott did pass up that fourth down, that fourth and one. Like there were a couple moments where, like, oh, th- they
3: had the game won. That no. <laughs> I know, but that
5: that drive, that drive, where basically Allen. You know, handed it off two straight times, and then they punted. And the drives were just so few in this game. You know, they just were holding the ball. That that maybe like I think they just had to be aggressive the whole time. If you're the Buffalo, they, they got
4: a little They got a little safe for a stretch in the second half there. And I mean, it was like Roma was harping on that. I think it was legit. I, I if I'm a Bills fan though, the landscape is changing potentially because. Brian Dayball, who has been in a mind meld with Josh Allen for years and, and called an incredible game, obviously, today, could be gone. Leslie Frazier could be gone. I'm not sure who's looking to hire him after today's defensive performance. But, I mean, the, the, that that is, uh, this. is – it's been so consistent there. You're losing two of your Admills. There's, win-
3: there's, a, there's a window, and you have to – when that window's open, you got to find a way. But you can't really blame him, like I was saying. The, the, the four big games, the Mount Rushmore of crushing losses since we've been doing this podcast. Packers meltdown, <laughs> Falcons meltdown, Seahawks play call apocalypse. This Bills there was no meltdown. It was just a That's horrendously true. difficult loss where you greatness defeated greatness.
4: But Dan, there was also Browns Jets, week three. I thought that that was on the, the mountain if we want to add a fifth face. Which or one was that? That was the one where Sam Darnold was out by Baker Mayfield. Well, Is that not doesn't
3: um, that feel small? I, now? Greg
4: Greg doesn't seem moved by that <laughs> that suggestion. But. Um
3: how about this? One last statement game before we move on. Tony Romo, statement game by Romo. He's heard the criticism. He's not immune to checking Twitter and the mentions. He knows people are saying he's not as good as he was a couple of years ago. He was. That was a master class.
4: Hmm. And I know from, be- from some behind the scenes info that um, his son was uh, in the booth for part for in the booth for part of the game with him. So maybe that inspired him. But uh, he is like I. I we have we have feed that you can hear what's happening during the commercial breaks. And it changed what I thought about Tony Romo, the person. I really, I really admire Cause him. Because he's so nice. You can well, Greg, think... Greg, that doesn't register with Greg being nice. But he was genuinely being <laughs> That's not being, my point. i just saying say what you're going to say. He was being incredibly, like, the, the way he got along with Nance, it was genuine. He really likes remember? Nance.
3: Don't you remember when Tony Romo, uh, when my wife was living in Dallas? I don't He, he came to her condo where my wife was living with other single women in Dallas. Okay, and, sounds uh, good. rang the doorbell and asked for Band-Aids.
5: I've never questioned whether he's nice. I mean, that's no. I think that, I think the quality of being nice doesn't seem to meet the scale. My for point Greg in was, general. if you're going to go as far as, well, I've gotten certain information about what's happening. in was worth it, just just say it. because I don't think I don't think I don't think I'm supposed to right. give information. But if you're giving of, positive information, no one's going to mind. All right, you're well, what Greg, you're yeah. saying
3: Mark is Greg doesn't being nice and stuff is not something that's
4: important to Greg. It's, in the yeah. media yeah. landscape, Greg would be more like, I'm going to cut off your head and then maybe bury your head in the dirt. Please, maybe I'd bury your head and leave your body on top of the ground and freezing weather i think
3: you're a nice guy greg but not in the way that some other people deem like a person being
4: nice just you are you have nice qualities though i've seen you're you. a nice wow, person you, really? to me. <laughs> greg in fact gave me a book to read on friday which touched that's, my that's, that's, that's an example me. it's a greg very brought nice me
2: sake today he's a
4: v- he does okay. very well, nice
5: things for people yeah I'm, I'm who you want in your corner you know?
3: <laughs> <laughs> that uh, see listen it's there's different levels of it um all right Let's uh, move on. I feel like we could have done the whole podcast. I know.
5: I kind of want to. But we can't. We need to move on. Let's (laughs) go through the Devin Singletary uh, (laughs) contribution. At least we've
4: saved the best for last to keep people around.
3: Honey Badger being out, by the way, that was a big part of that game. The middle of that defense for KC was hurting there. All right. Let's uh, move on, though. We got to move on. AFC. Let's uh, let's let's finish out the AFC. We have the Kansas City Chiefs uh, hosting the – afc championship game this is the the first franchise in nfl history to host four consecutive conference championship games who are they playing well let's talk about it after this break you go into your shower feeling tired
0: but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower
1: Offer valid on Select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. McPherson ready from 52 yards away. Clark Harris will snap it back to Kevin Huber for the win. The snap, the put down, the swing of the right leg. Yeah, it's on its way. Yeah, it is yeah. good. Yeah. Coffin nails.
3: Oh, McFearless. And again, Dan Hord and Dave Lapham. Lapham being the fan in the booth. Love it, WCKY with the call. Rookie Evan McPherson kicked a 52-yard field goal. His time expired. It lifted the four-seed Bengals past the number one-seed Titans. Oh, Titans fans how come it's so quiet in the mentions after this game oh, you're just 19 no you know what
4: are they listening to this
3: not a single not a single mes- me- mention in the mentions about hey maybe we were wrong
4: well you've won you've won that that uh duel with that group of people
3: 19 Danny's taking his own graves and he's throwing it <laughs> at you Titans fans on saturday uh just the Bengals uh, snapped a 31 year of course winless Uh, Streak in the playoffs. Now they snapped the NFL's longest active road playoff skid, and they do it with a performance that wasn't – let's say this, Greg. It wasn't, like, uh, as electrifying as we've seen Joe Burrow and the Bengals in recent weeks, but this was a tough, hard-nosed win
5: where they basically were able to beat the Titans at their own game. They won despite nine sacks and losing – both lines of scrimmage, really. I mean, they. I think they did a good enough job against the Titans uh, running game. But when they picked off those three Tannehill passes, which which really felt like the difference, it, it wasn't because of pressure. It was because of their coverage. Uh, it, it was because of Jesse Bates, like, just fooling Tannehill. It was Tannehill forcing a pass at the end. And more importantly, it, on offense, it was Joe Burrow overcoming the pressure. Like, they just, like, thinking about two plays in that game, but but starting with one is that Joe Burrow passed to chase to set up the game-winning field goal. Money. That was, you know, against, like, this cover two look that the Titans had been throwing in. They're, they're more of, like, a man team, but they'd thrown it in pretty effectively throughout the course of the game, and they said, you know, they've seen that, and they adjust, they knew it was possibly coming and burrow knew in his head what he was going to do they adjusted their game plan chase to me is is so mature as a, as a route runner they're both seeing the field with the same eyes they have the perfect calling and they like execute it and that was the opposite of, of, of what Tannehill and the Titans offense did in the crucial moments. And sometimes it does to come down the quarterbacks like the Bengals quarterback is way better.
4: Yeah. And Burrow, you know, credited Zach Taylor for calling that play and said that they had seen the coverage on the tablet, on the sidewalk line. They knew what they knew what the Titans would do there. I mean, and Burrow executed and like we're in a season where a lot of high octane rookie quarterbacks came into the league and looked completely beguiled from, from wire to wire. I mean, maybe a couple good moments. Second-year quarterbacks, too, and Burrow to take nine takedowns in this game and to show the composure he did and to simply be completely unflappable, the AFC North has changed for the next 15 years. The AFC mm. has changed. I throw him right into the pile with Mahomes and Josh Allen. The Bengals I'm who have been... There yeah. Yeah. Whoa, 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 well, whoa, I'm, whoa, I'm just, I'm just there. saying he's getting whoa. into that
5: mix for me, and I don't need to go, whoa, whoa, whoa. I honestly whoa, whoa, whoa. think we're looking
4: at that kind of player. I mean, Maybe we he's got to knock like, on yeah, the I, door I, first. I, I, no, I think oh. you're
5: probably right. Just To me, they're just a couple of years ahead. That's of, fine. In in their development. That's but I, fine. But I I
4: mean, to me it was like they took the, their defense to your Knock point, Knock on Greg. the door
5: before you walk in there. I kicked Mark, the door you...
4: open. I told you eight weeks ago that the Bengals were gonna kick someone's butt and they're uh, finally you can't doing do it, that. baby. You can't do that. I can do whatever I want to do well, first I mean, of all.
3: No, you 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 got on the Bengals bandwagon, then you jumped off. I didn't jump off. When you jump back on, you can't then act like that. I didn't like jump off. I didn't time. jump off.
4: I was my take <laughs> looked bad because they
5: lost a couple <laughs> You kinda of jumped off. They kind No, that's
4: your take. They 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 kind of got they kind of fell into the bio-rhythms of up and down. Did you pick them
5: to beat the Chiefs when they were playing the Chiefs? I don't think so. You know, you two
4: <laughs> are unbelievably unannoying to hang out with most of the time. Burrow in this game, though, 242 yards after the catch. A lot of it was not downfield throws like we've seen in other games where it was deep shots. It was his receivers making – a lot of action happened after they caught short passes. I mean, he had three passes of 15-plus air yards and none pl- over 20 in if, the entire game. If
3: you're a Titans fan, you're you're so disappointed, obviously, because this is now the third time they've been the number one seed and got knocked out. And also, uh, you know, I was having some fun a few minutes ago, but – you know, they were very – they had their chests out, the fan base. They thought, we're going to show you what you don't – you don't think we're a true number one. We're going to show you something. And part of the reason they had confidence – The part. Of, I wish Gravedigger was here because I'd love to hear his thoughts on this, but we'll get it eventually. Um, Ryan Tannehill was a guy to trust. He was a guy to trust in these situations. We talked about it on our TV show on Friday, on Saturday. It was like, listen, we all know Joe Burrow is a rising superstar in the league. Tannehill might not have that ceiling, but he is a damn good quarterback. And then he goes out and throws an interception on the first pass of the game. He throws an interception uh, a couple quarters later after that, and then throws the interception that sets up the game-winning field goal. He came up small. There are a few small performances from veteran players. Uh, we're going to get to the Packers in a little bit, um, but Tannehill, it can't. There's no other way to go around it. He he kind of let him down here.
4: He also had a A.J. Brown open on a deep shot. It would have been a game changer in this, and he missed him on that. He was just off, and I think that the Bengals did a good job. You know, Lou Ramo who we uh, you know, Captain you, Lou, we've ki- you know we we used to kick his butt around on the show a year ago. He's now interviewing for the <laughs> Giants job because I think he he put the Titans. It's funny how quickly it, things change. They do change yeah. because the whole Bengals changed. But on top of it, we were wondering what version of Derrick Henry do you get, and we just didn't get. I, he, he ran well, I thought early on, but he just wasn't able to take over the game. There was one moment in this game that I thought was awful. It was a third and inches play where they had Tannehill in shotgun, and he takes the snap and he winds up running the ball. Just why not just QB sneak it there? Tannehill's good at that. I mean, like they, you're you're asking him in that.
5: Then then on fourth down they give it to Henry and he's stuffed. Drive over. Right. They they weren't helped by Henry returning. Now I don't I don't know if Dante Foreman helps them win the game, but, like, I don't know that he wouldn't have. It, I mean, his, his – He ran for, great on that one. Like, his 45-yard yeah. run that he had, and he had another um, – were two of the best runs of the game. I mean, the 45-yard run was the best run of the game. And then he had another, I'm failing to remember how, how long it went for, but he ended up four for 66. But they they were loyal to Henry. Henry gets stuffed on the two-point conversion, which, which looking back was such a crucial play. It was a great play uh, by Clay Johnston. But this was an offensive line that was used to leaning on teams and leaning on them throughout the course of a game. And it just didn't happen for them this game. Tannehill actually hit, like, a lot of big plays. I mean, Brown goes five for 142. You know, he hit him downfield uh, a couple times. They had the big plays, but that that interception he had, and just to put you know the time on it, you have to get to overtime there. It is insane that the Titans had the ball left with 28 seconds left on a third and five on their own 40, and they lost in regulation. On that play, he forces it into Westbrook-Akina, you know, you can do the thing where you kind of pause it and you see that there's actually a tight end coming open in the flat. And you lose the game throwing it to Westbrook. Now, Julio's Julio is not on the field. Julio had a nice game. That's weird. They don't throw to A.J. Brown. But the thing that gets me with that play where you talk about veterans and where, like, Joe Burrow was not making that mistake. There's no pressure. So, like, he made a bad decision with no pressure, throwing it into a crowded area to a bad receiver with no pressure, like, That's that's like a mental thing. That's a short-circuiting.
3: We got to talk Evan McPherson. He converted his 11th field goal from 50 yards or longer, the most in a season for one player. He also became the first kicker in NFL history with at least four or more field goals in multiple games in a single postseason. He's played two, both games. He's four for four. Here's what Joe Burrow had to say about the last kick. So he was talking to Brandon as he was going out to kick. He
0: gave a little warm-up swing, and he said, (sighs) Ah, looks like we're going to the AFC Championship right before he went out there to kick it. And when you have a kicker, I mean, we knew exactly what we had
3: as soon as he walked into the building and camp. And we just saw how he carried himself. Ooh, let's, let's go behind the velvet robes for a second here. Evan McPherson, he's moved all the way up now to number one. The kicker power oh, rankings wow. in the playoffs. Justin Tucker's still in his own world. And I wonder if he changes the way teams start looking at the kicker in the draft. Taken in the so. fifth round, it's you're not Roberto Aguayo. I think scared off a lot of teams. That second round pick of the Bucks that was a horrific misfire, and you've seen it every couple of years. Somebody really reaches, but teams that have avoided it completely, take a look at the draft classes because look how
5: much a great kicker can change. A team. Guskowski was a fourth-round pick, and he, had, he got a lot of grief at the time. They He's were getting, in the back right now, popping they, bottles. They're getting rid of Benateri. and I always thought, like, people, oh, like, hey. it was like I can't believe you wasted draft pick on a kicker. Oh, like, what, your fourth and fifth-round picks are changing your franchise ever? Or, right. It's like, give me that's a break. That's the ego have, of
3: GMs. They if, always think the safety they take in the sixth round is actually a if, big-time If player. you
5: believe in him, and you're right, obviously, with McPherson, but if you believe in him, even in you're only halfway right, like, that's a perfectly... Uh, Acceptable pick. You should take There's 25
4: scenarios a season where a better kicker is going to give you a chance to win. I mean, look at Justin Tucker for the Ravens, obviously. But you've added Burrow and McPherson over the course of two Mm. seasons. It completely changes the Bengals. So tot- how totally many good even teams are
5: there? How- Burrow and McFerson. Well, two no, pillars. no, but you know what? I love it. But
4: honestly, like, how how many teams with good quarterbacks are riding shaky streets because the kicker you can't trust? I mean, You're they, getting your third and fourth kicker if by they have December.
3: Big Bone Randy on their roster, which I think they did at they some did, point. They yeah. did, uh, They're not playing for the AFC Championship. On Sunday. It's simple as that. I mean, he's that important. Did you guys see the clip
2: that was circulating today? That was on TikTok, but it made it to Twitter, too. There's a video of McPherson kicking it, and there's a Gatorade bottle taped to the pylon, and he kicks the ball, like a field goal range, and the ball hits the cap and unscrews the Gatorade cap. And it's, like, crazy.
3: Cincinnati's got swag That's coming absurd. out of their ears between McFearless, Chase doing the gritty, and Burrow, like, who's just, like, on another level with the way he dresses and the way he plays and carries I hope people weren't
4: driving last night in Cincinnati. <laughs> I, I, my, my sense is that town likes to imbibe alcohol. It's, it's
5: crazy, though, because, like, you watch this game. Did you guys get the feeling that, like, the Bengals were better? You know, I mean, it was just even it was a field goal game. They were dominated. Their offensive line was dominated in such a manner in a winning performance. Unlike anything I've ever seen. I mean, Burrow has to. Take some of those sacks as his own responsibility. A couple times he was protected and he held the ball too long and he's trying to make a play. I would say at least three of those times. Once knocked him out of field goal range. It wasn't it wasn't a perfect game from Burrow. In fact, before that field goal, uh, they had gone three and out, interception, punt punt, uh, in the drives before that field goal. But the the reason is because all day he was in third third and eighteen they they had they faced at one point. Third and fourteen third and 16, third and 18. Like, their offensive line was absolutely manhandled. Jeffrey Simmons had as good a performance as anyone not named Aaron Donald has had at defensive tackle. And, oh, he was unbelievable like they in like this st- game. They still won the game. I don't know. There's part of me that feels very, like, like that was problem. That was a problem. I'm, you know I'm worried what? about that.
3: But that is... And the Packers were the same way. The, the Titans, they, I thought they were a little bit tight in this game. I thought, you know, you saw Not it. the
5: defense. I mean, the, the, defense the defense held Joe Burrow to 19 points. You exactly.
3: Know what I mean? But just that idea of, like, being at home, having the opportunity to take care of business and just not quite being there, not executing the way you were uh, when there was less pressure on you at the end of the season, when you had that winning streak, I don't know. It's just, it's very frustrating, I imagine, for Titans but fans I, I, as well. It,
4: for the Bengals, like you know, we'll look forward all week, but it's two weeks in a row where you can look at a series of drives, and it's the protections first of all. Like coaching staff, maybe can we figure out how to stop some of the bleeding with the Joe Burrow punishment midway through this game? There was no answer for that, but. Raiders game, this game, they're not finishing certain drives. That's not going to work against Kansas City. Right.
5: Well, I also think their weaknesses have matched up really poorly. Their interior line is where they're just terrible. I, and, well, Chris and Jones that, isn't going to be And now you have Chris treat, Jones right. and Jaron Reed coming. Uh, but, but the thing Burrow did that like Tannehill didn't at all and no one on the Titans offense did was like he made plays that weren't there. There is a play I can think of where they – knew he was going to roll out, like they didn't bite on the play fake. He has a defender right in his face, and they have two defenders on Jamar Chase. I think it was a third down. Maybe it wasn't. That play is defended perfectly. Like the coach had the exact play. in Everyone's in place. It's three on two. Burrow makes a miss, and then he gets it to Chase, who makes two guys miss, and they pick up a first down. And that's kind of just like our players are better than your players. I don't
4: care about he your is coaches. He is mentally tough. It makes me think of Ricky Hollywood. There's mm. a parallel with the way the two of them operate in their in professions. I Here, agree. Here's the good news by the
3: way. There are, the, how we kind of got into this game. You said Joe Burrow's there with Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are right there. We get to find out. That's going to be a made because Josh Allen did literally everything he could do and it still wasn't enough to knock off the Chiefs. Joe Burrow is going to have to deliver on a similar scale. And he did it. He just did it. Off.
5: He did it in Arrowhead which I I don't know if that helps or hurts either team in, in particular, but they know they can come from behind. But uh, the, the desert's not buying it. I mean, the, the, Chiefs, the Chiefs went into this game barely favored over the Bills. Uh, the, the Chiefs are favored by a touchdown next week.
4: Well, I mean, the desert has adored Kansas City all season, so I, I, I'm not overly concerned with that.
3: All right. Uh, let us, before we uh, move on to the NFC side of action, we do have the Bill Cowher uh, comments on Tom Brady. Would you like to hear them? Please. Please yeah, why not? Okay, go ahead, Ricky.
1: Coach, you love the 49ers, don't you? I love the 49ers, but I'll tell you what, I love the opportunity to watch Tom Brady and what he's done. If he does have I mean, stepped down, we've been blessed to watch one of the greatest of all time. I'll the doubt. Ambassador of the football, National Football League. This guy represents everything that's right about it. You're right. Love you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> what?
5: I knew I didn't lose oh, yeah. that. Love you, bro. That's not going to work with Dan, I can <laughs> tell you that much. <laughs> well, the funny thing, too, is James <gasps> Brown asked him about the
4: 49ers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah,
4: right? Well, you know, he answered the question he wanted to answer his own way. I guess. Wait, before, Love you, Tom.
2: before we move on, you guys were all with Lakeisha. Yeah. Um, I didn't make it over, <laughs> but how cool was that when they hit that? Kick. I mean, I think some, one of you took videos nice. of it. it. Really like, nice. she was on top of the world, and that must have been it, so nice. It was
5: really nice oh, to all, all be together at all uh these days, but watching a football game. Like, we did it outdoors. uh Link is there. He slept through the first half, came out for the second half. Walker was there. You know, G- Connie and Gonzo were, were all there. It, it was beautiful, and I don't know. Like, we're along for this ride. She's already thinking, like, what if there's a Bengals-Rams Super Bowl? Who do I root for? Yeah.
4: <laughs> we'll be confusing. Well,
3: <laughs> and it's so funny because, like, you, you, I was driving home after the game from Lakeisha's, and it was like, imagine, like, having this conversation. Where would Wes be at right now right. on this Bengals situation? Now, it's kind of co- it's taken on a life on, of its own on, on Twitter and amongst, like, the listeners. and. There's a general vibe like Bengals are the team of ATL. This is for Wes and all this stuff. We don't know like where Wes would actually come down in Cincinnati at this point in time, but there is still like this like kind of spiritual bond that it just connects. It's just it's been very and, nice.
4: And his brothers. I mean, we like yeah. we've been texting with now. I mean, Wes is was the most stubborn friend I've ever had. So I am not just assuming that he would have flowered open and become this giant Bengals fan this season, yet there are elements of the Bengals that Wes would have loved about the football What does he team. do
3: when that, when that field goal goes through the uprights, the
2: 52-yarder? I
4: think it would have... We're in the backyard, he's with us. I think it would have melted. His heart by then would have melted to some degree
5: on the Bengals' front. But would it's,
2: Link be in a Bengals' shirt? No way. Ooh, see, that's... No way. I,
5: I, think, I don't know. No it's way. Funny, I don't we, know. We were talking about this in in the moments after, too. Yeah, I, I kind of don't think he would fully embrace it all but you know Wes like there were times where he'd say one thing and I think he would still like be appreciate first of all he'd appreciate the burrow of of it all he'd appreciate that his brothers are having some fun and even if he wouldn't want to like admit it I think he would just enjoy that it's like interesting like ooh this is a fun new life experience I'm having um and and it makes it bittersweet to say the least uh definitely bitter but it was it was beautiful to be out there like friends like I that was one thing I was thinking was like he'd ap- he'd appreciate that we are all getting together and that we're all together as a family with his family right yep and it, he'd appreciate how
3: much it means to Lakeisha because right. it does for her it ties to him and that is and Lakeisha's uh, mom sitting
4: you know in the back <laughs> with a notebook full of notes she walked up to me and she was like what happened on that last drive oh on the 3rd and 8? She's charting every play and I showed her like NFL Jesus like if you'd like this can help you too but I love that you're oh, doing yeah. this Oh hand. I love it. By hand. You from, are the, a savant. from the
5: first snap, she was she had her notebook out. She's taking notes. Uh I I that she's the amazing. best.
3: She she is the best. I'd love to We've kind of had her on the podcast, but at one point I kind of I kind of rolled up next to her and I saw her notebook and I said what you got in there? She was like nothing. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes she's not afraid
3: yeah. to kind of just go quiet but then as we were leaving she gathered us all together and said some really nice words about how important it was to be together and how much it that's means great. with Wes and everything it's just like all right that's a special woman all right
2: i'm so pissed at jet
3: why is that, yeah, that why because you we, were,
2: we were supposed to be there for a little bit we did have a prior engagement but prior I mean, if we engagement. go there first it, the Bengals weren't supposed to get this far. I mean, what do you mean? The, I've had a I've had a brunch plan for a long time for someone's birthday.
4: Right during uh, a playoff game. Yeah. Ricky's still okay.
2: technically
3: yeah. in her twenties, so brunches matter on right. a, a level that we can't. It was understand. someone's
2: birthday, and I I had said yes, but Jet was supposed to be done school, and we were going to go to Keisha's first, and then you know she just took way too long, and you know I, we're
3: doing the pod right now, right? Right. But
2: I'm mad that I'm not there, and <laughs> I she hear you. she was like, I know how much this meant to you, and I was like, clearly
3: you really hustled. What, very... She
4: has zero rebuttal. All right, we have uh, Je- yeah, all
3: right, let's welcome in Jet
5: to yeah. share her thoughts <laughs> on how this played out.
4: Erica was hammered Eri- at 6 in the morning. I do like that bar <laughs> pointed
5: out. Like, during a playoff game. He's, well, no, he's because, mad. like, I'm
4: sorry, but this is our core. Yeah, I mean, I know you were probably tracking it me- heavily on your phone. Or, know, I, or do like, I you know.
5: yeah, we Yeah, we're hearing from the Wesleyan brothers, uh, <laughs> Nick saying that uh, Tim sounded like he was having a fake orgasm at one point, which I thought was uh, uh, an interesting response. And I just want to give that. Dan credit. Uh, <laughs> 16 to six Titans. Not to go back to the game, but yeah. one. 16 to six Titans. They just. I think Foreman had just hit that play. They're in shotgun, and and. As they're getting ready for the stab, Dad goes, "Don't throw it! Don't throw it! Do not throw this ball!" And three seconds later, Tannehill threw that interception. Where uh, on the Thank screen? Well, there, there was another there moment was where Dan
4: great, that was a great job. Dan uh, raised incredible alarm um, at this garden party because Joe Burrow <laughs> got hit, and it looked like for a minute he was a slightly uncomfortable in the knee area. And Dan sounded like he had been taken out um, in the stomach by a bow and arrow, but instead, uh, you know, Listen, Joe th- Burrow is
3: yeah. one of the most exciting aspects of this NFL season. He's coming off a catastrophic knee injury, and he got hit low and then grabbed at his leg, and I, and I went. I'll move my mic here. I'm like,
6: oh, no, his knee! <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then Greg was legitimately upset. He was like, right. "Hey, calm down about that. Hey, the- easy, take it easy." <laughs> and then Tannehill. There's nothing wrong with this. He's fine.
4: Tannehill did actually look like he was hurt a little bit later. I was like, Dan, please, you know, fill in. I wasn't legitimately the why upset. You
5: saying that? But like, I was what? just giving you. I was just, you just you trying to uh, coach you up a little bit. Calm down. You're around a bunch of people. You Whoa, got, who? Like just you, Joe Burrow's mom there? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're there. Who am I not? Who I? I'm just saying. If you're gonna if you're gonna yell out like that, be a little more sure that something bad happened. Greg Rosenthal's to, social dynamics to, you class. Need, you don't need to alarm the masses that Burrow blew out his.
4: Greg name. also dropped an f-bomb in front of his child Walker at one point, which I noticed. So you know, oh. there's a Greg. You know, not He's everyone is totally purist driven he snow here. He wasn't
5: paying attention. Yeah. Dan also. But he didn't. turned and
4: looked at you, and, and I saw in his eyes he had never heard. That come out of your mouth. Before. Dan did a great
5: job playing quarterback with, with Walker oh, as the wide he's receiver. Oh, he's into it. And I, I appreciate it. Yes, we had a great the, time. D-
4: Dan was the
3: dad
5: I, I, w- I could ever be for
3: Walker. <laughs> I was, I was like really in the doghouse with Greg about referencing Joe Burrow's Stop. knee injury. Right. But then no, I played with moment. Walker. Yeah. And it was like you your way Steven. back in. Uh, do we need to take a break? Yeah. Let's take a break and then hit the NFC. Let's
4: go find Jet's body.
0: <laughs> oh
3: my God. You wish.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired.
1: Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Matt Gay, with four seconds on the clock, will attempt a 30 yard field goal from the left hash. Hits it with the right foot. Kick on its way.
3: It is through. It is good. Matt Gay brings it home. There he is, J.B. Long. He deserves it. He's got a lot of pop on this show. With the call, KSPN. Matt Gay, 30 yards out. The difference, and a 30-27 win for the Rams over the Bucks. Moves the Rams back to the NFC title game. A game that the Rams led 20-3 at the half and 27-3 in the third quarter before a series of self-inflicted errors opened the door for what could have been one of the great collapses in NFL playoff history. Cam Akers played a major role with two lost fumbles in that, but that was just two of many errors the Rams made. Matt Gay himself fell short on a 47-yard field goal attempt in perfect conditions. There was a wayward snap, all sorts of things going on, but when it came down to it, Mark, when the walls are falling in and it goes from 27-3 to 3 to 27-27 to 27, late in the fourth quarter, Matt Stafford dropped back and made the pass to Cooper Cup that set up the field goal.
4: Cooper Cup, who I, I just consider to be the MVP. I don't really care who they name MVP at this point because – He saved the Rams' season. He had the early touchdown that Matthew Stafford later called, uh, you know, his route essentially a love-of-the-game route, where he's a decoy trying to pull defensive backs away. But he was left open, scored that one, scored the game winner. This is exactly why you went and got Matthew Stafford. I thought Stafford had to answer that question over and over this season. He did it today in spectacular fashion. And, you know, it's the Rams overcoming – past demons, and current demons because you're dealing with Tom Brady who, you know, with, with 10, 15 minutes to go in this game, it looked like this, thing was, this was the stinker of the four, four beautiful efforts. And instead, Tom Brady nearly took them to the brink. I mean, it was incredibly watchable. I thought the Rams' defense – made life very tough for Tom Brady. And early on in the game, it just looked to me like the Bucs had hit a wall, that there were too many people not on the field for them. Tristan Wirfs' absence affected Tom Brady a ton. Obviously, your wide receivers are out. You know, they they were missing guys. Tom Brady was out of sync, and he really had no one to throw to. And even with Gronk, he seemed out of place with Gronk until later in the game. It was nearly a gem for Tom Brady. I wonder if it's the end of Tom Brady's career. That hangs in the atmosphere at this Mm -hmm. point for us to find out. But for the Rams... Two weeks in a row, there are parts of them that looks totally confirmed as a Super Bowl team. They put they face next, um, but an incredible effort on the Spoiler road. Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, I mean, if they, I guess if you, I mean, if you've
5: been living in a cave, that's news. The, this it's such a misleading final score and box score to me. And yes, the the Rams losing four fumbles is part of the story, and we, and we, we should talk about that. But if there, you wish to, the, the defense like. The Rams defense—it's not this this comeback, and it was it was a good comeback, but it was all like it was a lot of like I can't believe Brady did it again. They, different. They yeah. were stopped three times in a row in the fourth quarter. In any other situation, that's the ball game. The Rams defense stopped two different times, like forced punts uh, and also forced the fumble there in the fourth quarter to to take it under five minutes, and yet this still happened. But Cup is the story to me. Like those two plays to set up the field goal. It almost feels like now after what uh what the Chiefs did, oh, 42 seconds. That's nothing. But they didn't they didn't have timeouts there, which is like such a big difference. McVay's penchant for burning totally unnecessary timeouts should have come back to haunt him, but it didn't. Those two plays in a row in Cup going nine for one eighty three and one is just like it maybe it's not the end of the one of the best receiving seasons of all time, but it it's the most memorable thing yet. The first play, he puts Murphy Bunting on the ground. He he shakes him so bad that that man went on the ground. And in a in a very safe defense where they're playing to prevent him from going to the sidelines, he gets deep and it was out of bounds. Twenty right. It was second and 11. I'm, I'm talking oh, about the, the last two. Okay. The, the last two plays. 35 seconds left after Stafford almost fumbled the ball. They're they're playing safe, and they didn't send anyone, and they didn't get any pressure on Stafford. And Cup gets out of bounds after shaking that dude. And I think Todd Bull saw that and was like, I don't want to go down like, like a bitch, basically. And he decides to send the house on the next one because going safe didn't work. They hadn't been getting pressure all day. So he decides to send everyone. But here's where McVeigh makes it up to me personally. They played that so fast that NBC actually wasn't even ready for the next snap. They were still in Cup's replay. I went back to look. They snapped the ball with 21 seconds left. And because they played with such tempo, and that was the plan coming in, even though the clock was stopped, I, there was miscommunication by the Bucks. The The blitz call did not get passed around to everyone. So it was a total... Mistake uh, in terms of coverage and what their responsibilities were, and cup goes deep. And oh, by the way, you got to make the play, and Stafford like delivers right beautiful, and you have to then get down the field and and clock the ball. Like that's that's a part of this as well. That's just excellence beating. Like forget about coaching. It's that's just playing excellence.
3: And the uh, going back to that quote because I found that to be an intriguing quote, and I didn't know what it meant at first when Stafford called it a for the love of the game route because of. When the defense is sending the house like that, the guy that just goes straight out to pull away some defenders, he's there's not enough time to make him a part of the play unless some of the defenders that are supposed to be blitzing don't get the play call in, and they didn't have the full complement of blitzers coming at Stafford. Now, I think it was Sue West still got to him. Oh, yeah. And. Stafford made the play, and you got to give it credit. It's a really now,
5: really tough throw and a great throw it, under pressure. Like, now, even then, most quarterbacks are not making that play.
3: Now, here's the question: Now, Mark, with the Rams, not to spin out of this game, but I'm just like I'm still trying to process the Rams with this game. As we now look ahead, they have one more game to get to the Super Bowl, and you can't say that they close this game out. They had a quarterback and a wide receiver who made a very special play to save the day, but. Even Cup had a bad fumble in this game, loss that changed things. There's something about this team lacking a killer instinct. It's what got them beaten week eighteen from by San Francisco. And it almost cost them in a game that would have been remembered forever. And that, that spooks me a little bit as we spin forward.
4: I'm with you, but they also have guys like Von Miller who had an absolutely incredible performance today. OBJ completely fits. Uh, I'm not sure I loved watching that personally, but they like these moves they've made have worked, and I, I, the mistakes, they somehow overcame it today. I mean, you're also playing the dark magic of Tom Brady, and it's like to get out of there with the way they did, I don't, I'm not that concerned with that. I'm, I'm probably more concerned with the matchup for San Francisco, but this team is, like, well-built, well-put together to get this
5: far and overcome their own mistakes to me. I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of sold on them. Well, I've to not your been point, the, though, Dan, like, I, I do think it comes from above that there is something that they get. They tried to sit on this lead. And that's, it's so dangerous. Because, like, when you ask Stafford and Cup to make a couple plays, look, they made it. But they didn't ask them to make those plays for a couple quarters. There was, like, the, the field goal kick that you mentioned that they were short on. They just ran the ball three straight times, including on third and long. It was like McVeigh was just, he, he has this. He you really have, have
4: issues to, with McVeigh. Well, just. It's it, every show. It, no, it's just this. He
5: has this conservative streak that when he like is leading he he wants to get so conservative and the running game wasn't working today acres went 24 for 48 so i i just in a game that you were that's <laughs> dom- one of the worst games ever. Acres averages two <laughs> yards a rush on twenty-four right. carries and has 2 backbreaking he, fumbles. He fumbled more in this game than Michelle has in the last two years. I was I was thinking at the end you gotta have a Sony Michelle in there like a trust I, too I just much feel faith. Yeah. He's gotta have like four four yards for you. That said, they started out very aggressive, like they weren't running at all. I liked what they did, like throwing early, but it's crazy to dominate a game like that for fifty-five minutes and have it be that close at the end
3: i don't buy tom brady retiring i think this might be the beginning of a lot of these guys these legendary players um even guys that are just around forever like we just saw with big ben there's the period where they're playing for a long time and then there's the period where it's like every year is like is he coming back willie or or not he and then he comes back like a couple of years and then there's the last year i think with brady the way he is Everything tells me as a competitor he wants to draw this thing out, so I'll believe it when I see it. But he's thinking about it because – I guess, but that's what I'm saying. It's all part of the process, I think. And I thought he looked – I'm not saying he looked old in this game, but he was was so uncomfortable. This was a tough – Tough game for Brady. You had to throw the ball 54 times. He was constantly under duress. He was having a move around in the pocket. I thought to get to 329 yards, uh, to get that comeback, really was a gargantuan effort by him because the the Rams defensive line really came after him all game.
4: Well, they, I mean, they were a mess on third down, too, for a long, big chunk of this. I just, I just, Who were his options to throw to? I mean, Tyler Johnson – seems to be so out of sync with Brady in every one of well, these playoff games. He's
5: not used to his line getting worked. That That's why I mean, like, the box score is misleading. Like He, he looked done with this game, by the way. When he overthrew Breit, um to turn the ball back over with about four or something left, and it was 27-13, it just looked like I w- like, let's Seems get, like like, get out of yeah. here. Now, the Rams overcome losing four fumbles in a half, or, you know, they had one right before the half when they, they could have gone up 27-3 and Akers fumbles on the goal line going into halftime. Arians doesn't take timeouts there, which felt like the, the biggest, like, give-up move ever. It was just like, I don't even want to try to score at the end of the half. He wasn't taking timeouts when the Rams had the ball. But before that, like, I don't know who, if any quarterback could have done much. There Because the Rams defensive line was destroying them. ESPN ran a stat that said they had the highest pass rush win rate of any team in any half in a game this year in the first half of that game. This was the ultimate proof that like sacks and QB hits are, are, uh, a quarterback stack because Brady managed to br- make it only three sacks in four or five quarterback hits, but it wasn't just worse guy that was getting beat like a drum, like Donovan Smith was getting destroyed. The guys in the middle were getting destroyed. All those Rams, Defensive lineman. I, I think it's a special group. I think it's potentially like a special Super Bowl championship. Now that group, Miller. The defensive well, front. and
4: Miller's nine QB pressures were the third most he's had in the next gen right. stats. Yeah, era. like now I mean, that talk he's about showing
5: up. He's playing Floyd at
4: a high level now with
3: Floyd there and Donald. Yeah, I think Brady for the first having, They showed at some point, uh, coming back from a commercial break, him and Gronk celebrating after the Super Bowl last year on the field. And it struck me that his jersey, and they played on grass it was at Tampa it was completely white gleaming white like it didn't have a, he didn't have a mark on him and in this game he took a beating uh, he was bleeding bloody there, lip. there was a shot as he was walking off the field with the sun in his face and he kind of actually looked 44 years old for the first time ever and I was like man this is this was hard work so maybe this if you want to buy into the ideas Tom thinking about coming back or leaving this was kind of probably a very tough game for him to head into the offseason on
5: I, I wonder if if the the comeback, because it you know he does throw that pass to Evans, just beautiful throw. When he made that throw, I was like, that would be a great last throw in the NFL. Burke Burke texted me that it was so, it was so true. Uh, but then he gets the ball back. They go, you know, they they score again. I almost wonder if like. This the way this game ended, I don't know, maybe it's a good way to go out on it. What? What are you talking just about? Just that <laughs> like what? It wasn't embarrassing. The, la-
4: the Super Bowl would have been a good way. To right. go out. No alert. no
5: one's going to remember this is like I guess like, what like. I mean is like it it was a reminder of both things. How it completely impo- how completely Difficult it is to play and try to win the Super Bowl like this. He knows how poorly the Bucks offense played and how badly they were beaten for 55 minutes. Then you have like the way it finished. And, and at least like you didn't go out in some embarrassing chump like way. When I saw these reports, I was like, oh, I I think he's kind of gone. Like I, I was no, surprised because you. you haven't. You haven't anybody seen anybody want to put a sandwich any- on it? No, I don't. I don't <laughs> feel I don't think you will.
4: But Greg, like I, I don't feel I, I hear what you're
5: saying, Greg. Maybe I'm
4: wrong about the who good who, to- who would disagree with you more that it's a it's a competent way or a memorable way to go out than Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Right. They I mean, say- he was he was as steamed and annoyed after this game and throughout this game and last week and in previous weeks as I've seen him. I think he's very
5: frustrated with how this offense finished in general. I think that's true. I take back saying it'd be in some way a good way. I guess in my it's my fandom that it's like at least it wasn't embarrassing. He had a nice right. He, was he a fighter a nice in this game. comeback, Absolutely. and that was it. Because those reports and he basically said it to Al, and he probably said it to Jeff Darlington and Adam Schefter, who reported on ESPN. They hinted at like, well, if he makes or wins the Super Bowl, then that's probably it. So it, it, he was he was already thinking that way, as if he could get to the finish line then maybe he, was, I he like, was going.
3: I like the part of that report also. Is like, actually, his wife has wanted him to retire since 2017. <laughs> I was like, right. oh,
5: that must right. be they were, getting awkward. Right. They were like, <laughs> they had, half a decade ago. <laughs> who was doing this game? Now? Yeah. Uh, Troy was like, yeah, I think Giselle will have a, a say in that. And I, I don't know. I mean, oh, uh, this is great. Yeah. Chris was saying that. And I was like, well, I think if she had a say, he would have retired four years ago. I don't he know. He can't
3: throw the ball and catch it too. My favorite Giselle line of all time.
5: I do like this. That was, um, a, that was a low moment, walking, <laughs> from, walking out of that Giants locker room and seeing Giselle uh, waiting for Tom. And that from SI's nice. <laughs> Mitch
4: Goldich, he, he tweeted that daytime Michaels and Collinsworth is like running into your teacher at the mall. It was very bizarre was to weird. me to listen to them at daytime because I'm typically with the we We, we, we watch football all day long together, we go watch that Sunday night uh performance in that in the big viewing room together when we're allowed in this building and you get the throaty kind of chalky chris collinsworth shouting at you for three hours as the nightcap i don't understand it early in the day
3: Al, who is probably having cocktails um, right along now? the Malibu co- coastline at 2 a.m. the night before, you know he's <laughs> a night owl. <laughs> he, he's a guy that like you could you could he was still waking up uh, when it was uh, 1:30 in the afternoon there. Like Al's a, Al likes to hit up the nightlight.
5: Plus the, well, bu- the Bucks. Are I, a prime I assume team. that's true, but do you? The Bucks we, are a primetime team. You and Wes <laughs> always used to be annoyed at the light in Tampa afternoon games, which which was a little annoying. Well,
4: it was much game. more annoying when they were also like a, a wild trash bag of a Team, it's a little less annoying the sunshine in, in Florida when it's Brady. And by the, the way, shooting.
3: that was not a that was not a criticism of the great legendary Al Michaels. I just know Al likes he likes living in L.A. and he likes the life. What's the place where uh, Mel Gibson went? Uh, Moonshadows, Moon Shadows? yeah. yeah.
4: I, you know, well, he'll have a steak. He and, did more uh, than just you know. went there. He or just <laughs> go there. He he left That was his haunt yeah. until it wasn't. What
5: yeah. <laughs> one last quick thing is we I've been we, there. we should I do just want to say how great Stafford was because he had nothing to do with why they fell apart in this game nothing at all They threw the ball over his head his running backs fumbled twice Cooper Cup fumbled twice his coach started running and not like letting him throw he was excellent uh and they were aggressive from start to finish he he was the better you know he was protected better but he was the better quarterback in this game. as
3: if we needed any more validation for that being one of the best trades in recent memory today basically lock that up. Yeah, that, yes. They absolutely, absolutely hit a home run on that. And train.
4: with Andrew Whitworth out at left tackle, I mean, we've seen what that's done to the bucks to lose your star tackle on the right side. Joe Noteboom came in and I thought he did a good job. I mean, it's like that could have unspooled a little Noteboom in your notebook there. I, I like that. Got some, and some note boom. Out the Noteboom.
5: Got some note <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see much out of Shaq Barrett or, or JPP. This team will not be the same next year. That's the thing they tried to do. They brought everyone back. That's not, you know, the, the, look, they got to this point. They were in a good position but everyone's not going to be back next year. JPP for one, it will be one of those people. Oh, I'll that, tell you that the first person. Back.
3: Yeah, I'll tell you the first person out the door if Tom Brady leaves, Bruce Arians.
5: Right. He's not on board with like he nurturing a young quarterback. He says he's coming back right now. Arians said yeah. he's back, but that there was there was talk also in the in the media that if they could make it to the Super Bowl that he would be out too. Um, but he was very quick in definitive saying he was back cuz I think he knows there's he he can't have any equivocation there, or else Brady Can't would shake be it like, right. yeah, They also
4: have about $5 million in effective cap space, so we'll see.
3: All right, so the Buccaneers are dead. Long live the Buccaneers. There will be a new Super Bowl champion. Let's find out the Rams' opponent. Maybe you don't know. Maybe you don't. And now you'll find out. Well, Mark just told you. Well, well you maybe could, they missed that how, part how about of the this, show. How
4: about bleep out the team that I mentioned, Erica? Oh, no that's way. That's a great idea. No
3: way. No, what do you mean,
4: no, no there, way? There might is, be
3: one person listening that is on the edge of their seat. Well, also,
2: why so is what, am I why not is the, to put anything in the description Why is too? the response no way? Yeah. Because yeah. if
4: it is really
5: out of one. hand, just I won't do it different. for you. The description's different. Most people don't read this. Yeah, the no, that you could avoid yeah. the description.
4: Yeah. Or put how about this if where you were going to mention that team in the description 6 Xs, 5 Xs. Leave it a surprise for everyone.
2: Okay.
3: So we're assuming Well, then we get into an SEO situation
2: there. Right, cuz we're trying to drum up the, you know, the clicks.
4: Well, for the for the Individual that did not you, watch the game, they probably aren't reading the description. They probably floated in audio wise. You're very well Bleep practiced
5: at beeping out things.
4: I mean, that's I think very you can true. Think you yeah, just, do it. It. just, okay. do, it. just okay. do it. Just beep that one. Okay. Be obedient.
3: And then when people get to this part of the show, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always got to go there, Mike.
4: <laughs> I'm just saying, well, I don't understand why the response is no way. Like, I am allowed to suggest something, and you mm. might say, that's a good idea. I'll think about it at least. I would
2: if it was a good idea. Well, what's up but... with well, grown
3: that, that men? Wanting. Saying they love Tom Brady. First, it was Zolak. I love Tom Brady. And now it's Cower. They're bound down. Can we just calm Who down? Who
2: does Gorgeous, gorgeous girls love Tom Brady. <laughs> All
3: right, let's get to another number one
5: like, seed meltdown. How are the 49ers, Bill? I love you, Tom. <laughs> he got caught up in the moment. <laughs>
0: Cower. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring
1: Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Pepper snap is a little high, pulled on by Wisnowski. Robbie Gold has it away, and it is gold!
3: Good as gold, Robbie is. Robbie Gold has kicked the 49ers to victory here in Green Bay. Oh, the bongos. You gotta. Oh, can you supplement the bongos with some? Uh, <laughs> you know who I'm looking for. Feely. Good as gold, Robbie is. Just hit it hit it like five times in a row. Sure. Now, be obedient.
4: That gets a sure. Be obedient. I'm not <laughs> that I'm gets not a comfortable sure.
3: with this. All right, you ready?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> I need a second.
3: Robbie Gold. Good as gold. He is. Gold makes a 45-yard field goal Saturday night. Time expires. The Niners knock off the top-seeded Packers 13-10. Yes, it is the 49ers, listener X, who will meet the, the Los <laughs> Angeles Rams at SoFi Stadium for the right to play in Super Bowl 56 right here at SoFi Stadium. Would that be weird if two years, after never happening for 55 years or whatever, two years in a row... The team in the Super Bowl is playing in their own stadium. That could happen. That's in play now. It doesn't matter right now because we're talking about the Niners. Robbie Gold has made all 20 of his career playoff field goal attempts. Maybe he should be number one and McPherson number two.
4: Tight battle. I'll have
3: to think about that. I'll get back to you on Thursday with the official rankings. Uh, the Niners continue to put a postseason curse on Aaron Rodgers. Uh, they have always had their way with him. And for the Packers, Greg, this is... A lot more disappointment. We'll get to them. But the Niners is a gritty win by a team that just finds a way.
5: I feel like such a company, man. But how how great is the NFL that you can have these two classic games? And I consider this a classic game. And one is 42-36 in overtime. And one is 13-10 to in the snow. You put
3: this in the same category as the game Lama. we watched today.
5: Different. Certainly the execution and like the level of football is not the same, but in terms of it being a memorable football moment that was so tense throughout the game that had an explosive uh, ending and had me riveted and had great plays absolutely. The, the, the one play I'll remember forever is that Debo Samuel third and seven run. 103 left. Such a fascinating moment, I think for a coach, the Packers had no timeouts. And and I just thought they they kind of have to run it here. As much as I'm like the stay aggressive guy, I was like, you kind of have to run it here. You can't give Rodgers the time, and you got to try to run it twice, and, or, and see what happens. That that's who you are. You're the 49ers. And worst case scenario, you you bring the clock down and you don't let the Packers get the ball. They they line up in shotgun to spread them out. They they get use check running all the way across the plate to. Check it out even more. They pull their guard, and then they give the ball to Debo Samuel, a wide receiver, who only had 83 yards in this game, but was like like the most impactful 83 yards plus that kick return you will ever see. And it's what the 49ers are all about. You have Juwan Jennings, a wide receiver, blocking out there. You have Kittle blocking out there. And then you have Debo, who has two guys pretty much unblocked that he has to beat. And he like, dead legs Jair Alexander, who came back for this game the last couple of weeks, and just kind of puts a move on him, breaks the tackle, gets the first down. It was a perfect play call of like doing what you're best at, your best player. They convert it, and, and Gold gets it done a few plays later. It was an awesome way to end I it. love that you paired it with the Chiefs and Bills game,
4: because I think if you were to like double-bill football games like you do movies, it was such a different type of game. And you know, watching this with my kids a little bit, too, it's like, oh, special teams for certain teams. If you can if you can make that and maximize that, that's what the Niners did. I mean, it was the, that Debo Samuel, the fact that he was playing injured at that point, that it was snowing, that it was the Niners against this. Uh, this matchup to me, I, I, I enjoyed watching this so thoroughly. And there was a moment in this that I thought showed that gave the Niners total hope before halftime because Jimmy Ward, blocks the field goal. Before that, he had allowed Aaron Jones to have the 75-yard catch and run, the blown coverage mm. that, that really put them into a hole – then the field goal is blocked by Jimmy Ward right before halftime. Because if you look at the way Green Bay came out on that first drive, I thought this thing was going to be curtains for San Francisco. Instead, they start to put the muzzle over Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay offense. You go into halftime off that special team's play with a completely different mindset, feeling like we're the more resilient team. This reminds us of so many of our different wins. We trust that Shanahan's going to get, out of, get us out of this. Aaron Rodgers' butt is tightening by the minute. The Packers <laughs> are not here for... For the moment, and this is what Green Bay does every single January. They are misfits. They are Ooh. absolute meltdown <laughs> artists. And I, I know I've, I, I know that I, a lot of listeners come at me for being misfits. hard, being hard on the Packers. They are a regular season team that doesn't know how to close, and they were taken to town by a football team that played all three phases and did not let up. So we
3: all like two phases, inclu- including you. Mark. Well, they we,
4: played all three. They executed two of them very well. We went
3: into this game thinking this Packers team would be different. Different. like we talked about it on the on the network show on Saturday this and yet they weren't and I think what for me um when I think about this game and why I don't see it as necessarily a classic is when when a team lets uh, I think of this game of the Packers lost more than the Niners won and and that affects like when I think of like all-time classic playoff games and I I you know, they go right down the field. They score a touchdown. They get the ball back. And a, a sneaky underrated play in this game is Mercedes Lewis fumbles on the second possession where they're marching again to Great go Great play up.
5: by Warner, though, too. Two Great scores. Great play by Warner.
3: Absolutely. But from that point on, and everyone's going to be d- dwelling on the special teams, and I get that because not only did the field goal get blocked 39-yarder at the end of the first half, that would have put them up 10 nothing. They then allow a – 45-yard kickoff return on the first play of the second half. And then, of course, the fu- the block punt and touchdown return heard around the world with 4.41 remaining. But the thing with Aaron Rodgers and the thing with the Packers this year was this was a special offense that was supposed to rise to the occasion. And I think starting with that Mercedes-Lewis fumble, they got tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter. And think about the two possessions for the Packers that sandwiched that block punt. It was a three and out and a three and out like Rodgers needs to wear this loss as much as anyone else, mm. because he is the guy that's going to get the MVP trophy. And he came up very small as did the rest of the team. I hated the scheme. Like we were talking about, or I was talking about Alan Lazard barely gets targeted in this game. All it was Aaron Jones and it was Devonte Adams 21,
4: 26 attempts to those two players.
3: The, at the end. I did a sky sports hit at the end of the third quarter and they had not yet targeted a wide receiver other than Devontae Adams. Targeted. And so what happened? Why did that? Now you got to give credit to San Francisco, of course. But what happened with this team? How did they get tight? That goes to the head coach as well.
5: I think that the weather is a helpful equalizer. I think the 49ers' pass rush was awesome. Bosa with five pressures, two sacks. Armstead with four pressures, two sacks. If you think about those special teams' gaffes, what happened right before both of them? Sacks in the red zone. Aaron Rodgers had 26 seconds left in the first half when he took that sack, and, and those were quick sacks. Those were not sacks I really put on Rodgers. Those were sacks where the O-line kind of collapsed, and they got to him almost right away. Uh, the one before half time, they had a lot of time there to go try to score, but instead they sacked him, and then they just had to spike it and do the kick. And the same thing with the block punt. You're, you're buried deep. Uh, there he he makes a mistake on second down, uh, and he gets sacked on third down. So it was it, they moved their entire offensive line around. Billy Turner came back, but Bakhtiari didn't. And Billy Turner is another starter who's been out for a while. And they decided to put him at left tackle. They got rid of our guy Yoshi. I I, I forget what his name is. I call him Yoshi. Uh, and then they moved. <laughs> they like moved the guards. What? around. They, does anyone
3: listening know who that is? Who?
5: Ah, uh, what is his name? Yosh. our guy. <laughs> I'm just Our saying. guy Yoshi. I Go mean, ahead. I, He's one of my favorite names in the NFL. I I should Who, know his name. What position does he play? He's uh he's been their left tackle for the last few weeks with okay. with Turner. Go ahead. Anyways, they they got sh- you. they reshuffled their entire offensive line, and that seemed to cause some sort of communication, and uh, was maybe a decision that Lafleur. Regrets, and certainly they were bringing it up during the broadcast that maybe it might be something they regret, that they moved around three or four positions. Yoshi
3: I, or Yusha Nibon. I mean,
5: Nie- this yeah.
4: they overcame You know what was uh, pretty stagnant, obviously, and mistake-prone Niners offense. I mean, Jimmy G, with seven minutes left in the third quarter, had six completions that traveled 21 yards downfield. They overcame a terrible interception by Jimmy G near the goal line that set up that Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones catch and run. I, there were a lot of risky throws by Jimmy G. There were a lot of drops. It was a, it was not a good effort. I kind of thought the Niners would tell us who they were by their first drive or two with their scripted drives. They wanted to run the ball 40 times. They were total duds. I thought maybe this is the game where the journey is over for this team. They're not in control. I think you had control. one of your
3: Sessler prediction t- uh, texts, as I recall.
4: I mean, that's what I, I thought I said on our network show that I wanted to see what happened on the first drive. It couldn't have been worse. I just couldn't be more impressed with the way they worked the way out of this. I do think the weather, to your point, Greg, changed it for both teams, and I'm sure we'll get a bunch of think Does pieces. It, well, doesn't
5: it hurt the team that's better at passing? It absolutely, It was zero degrees there. Yeah, it but, should, it's, but it's like it's – it's, it's at Lambeau, and they were
3: 8-0 there, and, they've been, and I get the it. quarterback's I'm been s- playing there for I'm 20 just years. Saying, right, right.
5: And, <laughs> and Kyle Shanahan said, like, we'll be happy to be playing somewhere warm next week, but I think it, it, it helped them. They were built more for it. I mean, I. Although that said, I mean, they've had probably 16 better p- offensive performances this season. So I, I'm not sure if it's – right. But I'm just pro- saying, you know, I take the trade off because I think it just made it tougher for the receivers. Well, to, Dan, in, in you a, mentioned that they a should just put the
4: Packers team. in a dome at this point because Lambeau maybe isn't an advantage for Green I,
5: Bay in this situation. I, they, they keep melting I down say in this. I not that, p- but I. Well, you, what are they? You texted me that they should just like put them seven, in a dome. They're like seven and seven. Somebody I think that was me. It. That was Prove it. Greg did it. No, I, don't I, th- know. I think it was me. I said that. But you're
4: doing a, these games like 800
5: texts happening where you're trying to watch the game. Please, I, I feel <laughs> really bad too about uh, Yosh Niem- N- Nijman because like. Just give up. <laughs> Cause like Yoshi just reminds you know, of Mario Kart, and like this man though deserve hes not Yoshi, he's just Yosh. So uh, he deserves. What those.
3: happened with the back to Ari, by the way? That was
4: that was the that was one that of the more
5: <laughs> the dumb subplots we've had to deal with for the past well, month and a half. Well, he played in week 18. Oh, yeah, for like he, then he, went in, the, he really went in the strange. tent and then vanished. Well, you he know? Cl- he clearly didn't. You know, he tried to re- return. He clearly his body. Well, did not Well, many mistakes were
3: made by the Packers, obviously in execution. Uh, on Saturday night, but was bringing in Bakhtiari back in week 18 for a tune-up for a game he didn't even make two weeks mm-hmm. later. I wonder if that's something privately that they botched as well. Yeah, I get
4: why they did that, though, because we were asking, oh, will the chemistry
5: be there when they put all of them into the – Right, no, Rogers so. said I was so happy to, like, play with those two guys – with Wells, who did who did play in this game, the center. Uh, I do want to talk about, like, the Rogers miss, though. So the the way it ended was crazy – in terms of their last possession. I I misspoke before I I was mixing up the drives. His last throw of the game was that deep shot to Devontae Adams where once they got the coaches tape out today, he has Lazard breaking open on a pretty clear read. It's tough for like dorks like us to be like, oh, you should have thrown it there. But this is one and, and smarter people than me have broken it down where it's like, Okay, if the safety goes here, then then you get the crosser here. And Lazard is wide open. And instead, he clearly kind of made the decision, I'm just going to give give Devontae Adams a chance. And he just hucked it up. And it's, like, totally not what he has done the entire season. And it was very Farvey. And it is- was very... Favre against the Giants, where he just started like chucking the ball this up late.
3: This is something that now needs to be talked about. This is this is a big, that that was a big legacy game for Rodgers. the The resume is stacking up now. What's happening in these January games, and to see what he did yesterday, and again, you're right, Greg. There was a lot of pass protection issues, uh, but when he was as dominant as he was for mo- like. 90 percent of the season including untouchable in the last seven weeks and then to fail to move the team when the when the season was on the line then you watch what happened today at arrowhead it's pretty cold there too by the way and you see josh allen and patrick Gohomes just going at each other back and forth brilliant artists at the peak of their game it makes me think differently about rogers mm. after this particular game he's still a legendary player he's still probably worthy of being the MVP this year. But th- you can no longer look the other way with this January stuff. I tried to look the other way, at Mark, and it cost me in the lock game. I had a chance to win the title outright. Right. And I lost it, and I now – He lost it for you. He certainly did. And I will tell you what, now it's a one-game difference. I now have to pull – like at have to break glass, and I have to flip the emergency switches, ride or die with Mahomes.
4: Well, this is the thing. I'm giving you a heads
3: up. This is riding or die with Mahomes.
4: Well, I I I won't be afraid to confront you again. I'll 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 you know consult my own internal strategy, but I'm not looking necessarily (laughs) to tie here. Um,
3: Nor am I. I feel the same.
4: I mean, but there was there was a year that you caught me and tied, and like I have to take that into consideration. But that was sort of a cheesy photo of both of us like holding a trophy together. Nobody won that photo. No, it's just absurd. So there's a lot to look ahead, but um, I'm with you on one thing. I am not doing this again with Aaron Rodgers. I will not. I am not. Like, I don't think he is either. I don't think he is interested in a rebuild on any level. They are 44 million over the cap heading into the offseason. They got a lot of big questions. His comments after the game, I thought, were, I mean, tilted towards, uh-uh, not uh, into it I anymore. Can't, I can't do really? with it. Really? So we I, go. I we wa- all agree that we think he's coming back at this point. I think he'll come back and retire in week six like, if things are bad, but that's, that's he totally different. He's had
5: some annoying, to put it mildly, moments this year. And my least favorite was reading that entire ESPN article. Like, if you were trying to give Aaron Rodgers any benefit of the doubt, he drove me crazy in that article. I don't know if you read it. And so I, I like like a lot of people apparently on Twitter, was was you know happy to see them lose. Uh, on some level and and happy to oh, for sure. yeah, say bye-bye. Uh, but I watched the press conference. I thought he handled it pretty well. I don't think it it showed much either way. He was he was trying to be fair. I I don't know. I went into this game kind of assuming he would be back with, with the Packers. He did say the Gutekunst relationship's going well. I, I, I think he wants to keep playing football. I think he would, like, when he wins, I would have voted Brady, but when he wins the MVP, it's a regular season award. Uh, but he just played poorly this game. It wasn't just the, that. You don't just, want to retire in this game unless he no. doesn't love the game anymore. Right. I think it, he loves the, the sport. The Packers aren't getting yeah. rid of him. Like, they have all the leverage. They have him under contract. They're not handing it over to Jordan Love. Like, they're going to give him some more money. I just don't see how it, it wouldn't work out that way. But to your point that he has to wear it, like, he, his location was off uh, throughout the game. It was, like, In the play before that Lazard miss, he almost threw an interception trying to – Force it to Randall Cobb. It, it was not a. It was not a good game. This is the divisional playoffs. Like he didn't outplay Jimmy G. Jimmy G who was not good in this game either, but he made as many plays as Rogers. Right. He made a couple plays. I think
3: statistically you look at the box score and it says, oh, Rogers outplayed him. But really, well, let's, let's face it, though.
4: Rogers was a massive disappointment. M-
3: Rogers bombed out in this game, and he's the MVP. So, like, there, there's a higher bar that needs to be uh, met. Garoppolo could have easily thrown a, a pick six or two in this game, but he didn't, and the Niners are moving on. And that is as annoying as, to me, the performances – uh, of the Packers you just got to give it to the, the Niners and and think about now that they go to LA to face the Rams for a chance to go to the Super Bowl and they know they could beat the Rams and that's going to be an interesting mm. game to watch uh, how it all unfolds
5: how about Shaney just kind of owning Matt LaFleur and owning Sean McVay like I they, thought
3: they were—they had split their matchups have, before. Maybe, I, maybe
5: it's that I was thinking. Um, well, next week could change everything right, about I, all that business. Well, they he, he's owned Sean McVay. You know, they've won, what, six straight. Uh, and they, they've certainly – maybe it's the, the 49ers that have owned Aaron Rodgers. After passing on him in the draft, you know. Well, he's never beaten him, him in, in the playoffs. In, in the playoffs. But I've noticed that Shani is coming for LaFleur's beard. You know, LaFleur's known for this, and it's almost thin to the point of – being What's the silly point? now. Yeah. Uh, LaFleur and Shanahan's beard has never looked better, never more groomed. He right. outbearded bearded the bearded boy and he went to his Well one his is beard. one is a boy,
4: so that's the that's that's the beginning that's of hard. the issue. It's hard. When you're a
5: boy it's hard. All right, spinning forward.
3: Sunday, January thirtieth. Two thousand twenty two. And by the way, you don't have to worry about anything COVID related. COVID has been cured in the NFL. We're done with that. Now all now we just need Fauci to connect with certain figures in the NFL and the rest of the world will be fine as well. So just giving everybody a heads up on that. Isn't
4: Pro- it crazy? Problem solved.
3: Isn't it crazy that and I'm happy, obviously, and we all should be happy that we just went through this entire weekend of playoff football and it wasn't even on the radar. Like whether you think that's good or bad or right or wrong, from where we were in December, where it looked like the season was about to go under, to you get to this place and it didn't even come up really. That well, was it, crazy. It has it to do that.
4: with something green with the face of presidents on it, and uh, the, the machine will not be. So
3: usually I would say that, but I think there's some other.
4: No, you're, I'm wrong. Yeah. The league is very pure, and uh, that's you know that's their that's how they'll proceed.
3: No, I think there might be some things going on here where we might see society start to follow a path that the NFL – is on. not that the NFL started this, but
5: <laughs> it's also died down. It's kind of like my kids' school. There were six people in it two weeks ago, and there was eighteen. You know, in, in Ellis' class. class, so there's six in it two weeks ago, and there's eighteen in it now. Right. Not, and they're, they're there's sort no of need in to be tagging, vague. Just too. the
3: general idea that there's we might be reaching a, a stage where society's just like we got to live with this. We lost. We're taking the L. <laughs> well, on, you can't on COVID. do this. You can't do this business
5: yeah. all
4: next season, and they don't intend to. Well, it's, and they, yeah, they won't. It's dying you
5: know? down. It's uh, well,
3: you said it was going to die down <laughs> right, after I mean, the, the first wave. Like, I'm just wave saying two this wave. It's clearly on the recess
5: right what now. Was, what was Greg's take? In the like, no. It's going to
4: be fine by June. Yeah. That was, you know, in like was 20, 2019 or whatever.
5: It wasn't as bad as the like the first weekend of it, Erica, on our network show's final thought was, <laughs> everyone should go out and oh just my live, God. Your yeah, I yeah. live your life. Oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot about that. Have fun. Live your life. Yeah. Ordering the people to gather to, to breathe into <laughs> get each together. other's faces and together.
2: Don't, don't let the That's I said, safely outside and walks are good for your mental health.
3: Good. Like they even, the NFL just announced that they are not um, testing <laughs> so that's unvaccinated word. players anymore. If they're, you know, unless they're showing in, real symptoms. Yeah, it's symptoms. Like th- it is, they,
5: there's been I a 180 in that where this so is so many players self-reported for those couple of weeks too but i think that well kinda, unless
4: they're on your favorite team but like uh, sure that <laughs>
5: kind of went out the window i feel like once the player once the playoffs started in terms of like y- you were leaving it up to the players to self-report they did that in the regular season and, and they're not like now. debo samuel's like i have
4: a small cough see How about you next <laughs> season like no shut up
3: please you will say nothing and you will play for 60 minutes
5: they missed aj Dillon in that game that was a big uh, there. Go win a game, Packers! Well, that is what a nuclear a
4: level loss for the Packers. I really I, thought it was. I, a classic. I, I, I'm going to tell you something right Ooh. now. If Rodgers comes back, and 88 <laughs> percent of sports writers picked him to win in the NFC, I'm out of here. This was I'm a classic. Go, I'm going to to work for Home
5: and Garden magazine. You know, I think you, you <laughs> I'm like, done with it. You like Rodgers? You locked him up. I, I think you got to recognize mm-hmm. this was a classic. Good Different, for you! Not at the same level, but also very memorable.
3: No, I will remember the the. Packers gagging and collapsing into a puddle their own pee. But was it exci-
5: like the block punt was an exciting play? I'm not that saying it wasn't like play.
3: I like fun, low scoring games, too. I'm just saying <laughs> the Packers utterly collapsing and pooping themselves on Saturday night was a highly disappointing outcome for a team that here. This is what it's about for me, especially like, for instance, I had him number one in the power rankings. too. That's
5: where that's this is where mm, it's. coming. No. From.
3: Well, listen, let me explain. When you watch all the games and you get invested in the the, the themes of a season and how uh, how teams respond to certain things and how a quarterback plays and they everything's pointing to this is a big time real deal team. And then people say, Oh yeah, but sometimes in January and Not and, sometimes and then I'm like and then I'm like, Well, I've watched every snap of this team and I've watched the way this quarterback is playing, and I'm going to lean on Everything that's happened this year to inform how this weekend goes, and then a totally different team shows up. All right, hold on.
4: Like that, that's annoying. That's you, that's a logical way to approach uh, exercise as pow- such as power rankings. I'm totally with you, but the clock has struck midnight on Green Bay. Not just sometimes. Every single year since 2010, saying, Aaron Rodgers.
3: But Mark he, on the won network one show, Super Bowl. you said. In clear terms, that you think this team is different, also than right. Those but I picked
5: the Niners, Niners to win. I picked the Niners to win think, the game. I
3: didn't think this was a well, mismatch. You picked two things, then.
4: What do you mean? I picked. You the said the team on... was
3: different than the past I, I,
4: teams I, for weeks and weeks. I do think that they uh, they're not the same Packers team where the defense under Dom Capers, with his fake hair flying in the wind, <laughs> is going to totally collapse. That
5: I do think they were built differently. But I did not <laughs> think they were going to win this game. I picked the well, Niners, so it's not. I didn't say two I, things. I picked the Niners too. Partly because I just thought it was fun and I thought they'd cover. And because it started raining along with that snow. Oh, well, that's done. right. There we go. That's um, good. Some freezing rain. Oh, yeah. Seven and two. Rainmaker might have to just quit for the year. Keep <laughs> on you, going.
3: You're Sit more annoying than Aaron Rodgers with talking about quitting. <laughs> um, just don't do it or do it okay, at this point. That, that's fair.
5: Uh, I didn't think it was like a mismatch, though. It to me these teams were pretty close to even over the course of the season. I know that seems crazy, but over the course of like the last 9 or 10 games and that's the thing about the NFL we we invest so much time, especially us cuz we're working in it into it all being like this build up and it's like your resume and here's what you did, but it's just like one game and these two teams, personally, I don't think we're too even. I think the 49ers have a lot going for them, other than the quarterback. You know, other than the two quarterbacks, I think the 49ers are legitimately a so better team. They get when, into teams'
4: heads when, too.
5: When, when we picked the game, I said, well,
3: ultimately, Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo—that's right. the difference. Unless, unless Aaron Rodgers pees down his leg in a huge spot right. in the playoffs.
5: And an MVP shouldn't and, do that. He's not and the MVP. Special, and special teams was a seven point difference, and they won by three because they, they blocked the field goal. They get the touchdown. They also get the return. The, and the, they Packers, fix that, the Packers. You know who's pissed off at Aaron Rodgers? We, you think, like, we are, whatever, or you are? Like, you know who's pissed is Rashawn Gary and Kenny Clark <laughs> and that defense who gave up six points. They gave right. up six points in a playoff game and they lost. Bingo.
3: And that's why I wouldn't. I wouldn't like. I wouldn't like the Niners next week. But then again, they find a way. And the Rams are showing they are not really good at stepping on throats. So that's. Oh, that's be a, very a great good matchup. Game. But no, if you take out the
4: Rams matchup. three times in one season, ouchie for L.A. Sean McVay I'm not needs sure. to – This feels like a different yeah. Rams team to me than the one that got thumped by the Niners on prime time. It just does. I, I it's yeah, he, you know,
5: yeah. Well, we'll all right. We so the
3: Bengals together. are still in the west of his time slot, even though they're in the AFC Championship game. They're the <laughs> noon window. They do announce that before Eastern. the
5: season starts, so that doesn't feel like a slight.
3: <laughs> well, it happened three weeks in a row. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> CBS. That's that's Romo and Nance, Bengals, Chiefs, three o'clock from. Yeehaw field at Arrowhead Stadium. I don't recognize that. It's Arrowhead. <laughs> and then three thirty uh Pacific, six thirty Eastern.
5: Next door. Should we go? Niners Rams. I wanna. Should we try to go? Should we ask for press press passes here? Danny? Uh I would
3: like to go to a uh okay. NFC championship. championship, game. championship? I've All never right. I've we've been lucky enough to go to many Super Bowls. I've never been to a Conference championship. Game. Will you guys
2: include me on the credentials email, or
5: <laughs> we, we will? I don't know. You usually like, that's I, actually the, the producer's job. So you, you well, you did it without it, me even knowing last set, time. Yeah. That's true.
4: So. Maybe if you if you follow my suggestion on a couple, you know.
2: Okay, Mark, I'll go back and bleep a I, score that you right. gave that happened from a game from yesterday. Some bells and I've been whistles to two. in my favorite. I've, been to,
5: to NNC NNC I've been to two. I saw the Patriots drop a bomb on Mike Tomlin's Steelers, and I saw Case Keenum get waxed by the Eagles. Neither one was competitive. I hope this game Braggy. is uh, <laughs> a little more competitive. All right. <laughs> Just We're saying. Done. Let's get a better game. What was that?
6: <laughs> what is it? Good as gold.
3: You didn't get the good as gold. Robbie is. You need. Oh, Robbie you want the is. full thing? Oh, of course. Mm. Why would you? Why the incomplete drop there?
4: Good I as mean, gold. I'm not. I'm not gonna like harp just on anything anymore. Just like no. Good as gold. Like the, the, no, the good as
3: gold. Well, that's that. That's what made it really sing. Good as gold. Robbie is. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's. All right, is the podcast still <laughs> going? That was right. on me. <laughs> we'll be back on Tuesday. Uh, Connie Fox will be joining us. We'll get her back. In the virtual studio, so that'll be nice. And then um, Thursday, the big uh, preview of Championship Sunday. Saturday morning, the NFL Network program. And we go on and on and on. Anything else, boys?
4: Not a word. Good as gold,
3: Robbie's been. All right. Let's go. Everybody, enjoy your week. Hope you enjoyed the football. Legendary weekend of action. Until Tuesday, I you know what you guys got to do. Heat the god.